This is the kalam of Arif Billah, Hazrat Shaki, Muhammad Akhtar Sahib, Nawar Allah, Marqadaw. Title Ya Jibal Al Haram, Ya Jibal Al Haram. Bismillahir Rahmanir Rahim. Meri Nazaro Metum Hobare Muhtaram. Ya Jibal Al Haram. Jibal al-haram Meri nazaro mein tum ho bare muhtaram Ya jibal al-haram Ya jibal al-haram Ye dua ye haram lazate multazam ho ata sabko ye nimate mugtanam ye dua ye haram lazate multazam ho ata sabko ye nimate mughtanam e khuda hai faqat aapka ye karam kar rahe hai haram اے خدا ہے فقط آپ کا یہ کرم کر رہے ہیں جو ہم سب طواف حرم میری نظروں میں تم ہو برے محترم Ya Jibal Al-Haram Ya Jibal Al-Haram Aagaya Samane Rozaye Muhtaram Jiski Ziyarat Ko Ya Rab Tarasate Te Agaya Samane Rosaye Muhtaram Jiski Ziyarat Ko Ya Rab Tarasate Te Rahmate do جن کے صدقے میں مسلم و مومن ہے ہم میری نظروں میں تم 
ہو برے محترم یا جبا الحارم یا جبا الحارم آپ ہی کے شرف سے یہ رت بامیلا امت مسلم ہے جو خیر الامن آپ ہی کے شرف سے یہ رت بامیلا امت مسلمہ ہے جو خیر الامن ہے سلاطین عالم بحرام میں بن کے حاضر ہوئے ہے گدائے حرم ہے سلاطین عالم بحرام میں بن کے حاضر ہوئے ہے گدائے حرم میری نظروں میں تم ہو برے محترم یا جبال الحرم یا جبال الحرم میرے مالک یہ اختر کی سن لے دعا ہو مقادر میں ہر سال دید حرم میرے مالک یہ اختر کی سن لے دعا ہو مقادر میں ہر سال دید حرم میری نظروں میں تم ہو برے محترم یا جبال الحرم یا جبال الحرم الحمد للہ الحمد للہ وکفا والصلاة والسلام على عباده الذین استفا اما بعد فاعوذ باللہ من الشیطان الرجیم بسم اللہ الرحمن الرحیم وَإِذْ أَخَذْنَا مِيثَاقَ بَنِي إِسْرَائِيلَ لَا تَعْبُدُونَ إِلَّا اللَّهِ وَبِالْوَالِدَيْنِ إِحْسَانًا وَبِذِي الْقُرْبَى وَالْيَتَامَى وَالْمَسَاكِينِ وَالْمَسَاكِينِ وَابْنِ السَّبِيلِ وَالْمَسَاكِينِ صدق الله العظيم وَسَسْبَكْتُ عُنُمَا إِكْرَامِ Brothers and elders, Allah Ta'ala has blessed us again that we are in one of the odd nights of Ramadan. We have no idea whether this is that great Mubarak night of Laylatul Qadr. It could very well be, it could be still coming. 
but we have to treat it as if it is the night. So therefore we have to apply ourselves as best as we can and try and gain our forgiveness on such a Mubarak night. These little discussions that we have is to try and inspire in us those lessons, the speaker himself who's most in need, and all of us, which would inshallah become the means of us gaining that closeness of Allah Ta'ala, that taqwa which we have been given this month of Ramadan to acquire. This is that objective we should never lose sight of. The whole object of Ramadan is to acquire this taqwa. And taqwa is that we become the true and obedient servants of Allah Ta'ala in every sense of the word. So nevertheless, in this ayat of the Qur'an Sharif, Allah Ta'ala speaks about the covenant that was taken from the Bani Israel, the people of Musa And The Bani Israel, there are many, many similarities between them and this Ummat. And therefore you find that in the Qur'an Sharif, out of the 30 paras of the Qur'an Sharif, in 28 paras, there's some mention of the other of Hazrat Musa to give us the same lessons so that we follow that line which will take us directly to Allah Ta'ala. In this ayat Allah Ta'ala says, وَإِذْ أَخَذْنَا مِثَاقَ بَنِي إِسْرَائِيلَ لَا تَعْبُدُونَ إِلَّا اللَّهِ That when we took this covenant from the Bani Israel, the first thing was that they will worship none but Allah alone. That is the covenant that was taken from every person when all the souls were gathered in alam arwah and Allah Ta'ala put forward the question, Alastu bi rabbikum? And every soul replied and said, Qalu bala. All said, yes indeed, you are alone our Rabb. Nobody else. Only Allah Ta'ala is our Rabb. Allah Ta'ala is the sustainer, He is the creator, He is the sustainer, He is the nourisher, He is the provider, He is the one who grants us health, he is the one who gives sickness. He is the one who has given life. He is the one who will give death. Nobody has these things in their control, in their hands. Allah Ta'ala grants children. Allah Ta'ala grants risk. Allah Ta'ala grants everything. Every single creation of Allah Ta'ala is dependent on Him. So this is that first aspect, that complete submission to Allah Ta'ala alone. This is a foundation of our aqidah and belief as believers, as mu'mineen, that we do not ascribe any partners to Allah Ta'ala in any sense. In the Qur'an Sharif, Allah Ta'ala brings us in so many places, وَإِذَا مَرِضْتُ فَهُوَ يَشْفِينَ In so many, وَالَّذِي يُمِيتُنِي ثُمَّ يُحْيِينَ Allah Ta'ala is that being who will give death and once again bring alive. وَإِذَا مَرِضْتُ فَهُوَ يَشْفِينَ When a person is sick, Allah Ta'ala gives shifa. Shifa is in the hands of Allah alone. Risk in the hands of Allah alone. In the heavens is your risk. Allah Ta'ala causes it to descend as and when He wills. So this is that very clear aqidah and belief that we have to have all the time. This is the foundation of our iman. That we worship Allah alone. In His being, and in all his attributes, we have complete faith. Then Allah Ta'ala says, 
immediately after this, وَبِالْوَالِدَيْنِ إِحْسَانًا that together with this belief in Allah Ta'ala and accepting all His commands, submitting totally to Him, immediately thereafter Allah Ta'ala says that Allah Ta'ala took part of this covenant that you will be kind to your parents. You will treat them with ihsan, with kindness. This whole ayat deals with all the aspects of akhlaq. It starts off with tawheed and ibadat for Allah alone and servitude to Allah alone and then all the aspects of akhlaq. Often our deen finishes off with imaniyat, aqaid and then ibadat. That is where our deen generally finishes off. If a person is performing his five times salah then he is a super Muslim. Even if thereafter whether his dealings are right or wrong whether his social life is in order or not, whether his akhlaq and character is in place, is correct or not, it doesn't matter to him at all. He believes within himself and he expects everybody to accept it as accordingly. MashaAllah, I'm a super Muslim. Indeed, the salah there is, it can never be overemphasized. As in the same ayat towards the end, Allah Ta'ala brings the same lesson again. So, all these things are fundamental. The salah of a person, there is no deen without salah. But, deen doesn't finish off at the point of ibadat. Ibadat, this is a fundamental aspect in deen. It's an integral part of deen. But together with ibadat, there is mu'amalat. There is monetary dealings. And there's complete guidance of deen with regards to a person's monetary dealings. How does he conduct himself in this regard? How does he run his business? How does he deal with people? Does he deal with honesty? Does he deal with justice and fairness? Does he deal in a way that he will earn the pleasure of Allah Ta'ala? Because a mu'min, his dealings also is not just dunya. His dealing is a means of gaining the akhirat. And he is therefore concerned all the time of what he is earning, how he is earning. Nabi Islam said to Amr ibn As or the Saad ibn Abi Waqas he said to him that Ni'mal malu salihu lil mar'is salih that how excellent is halal wealth malu salih lil mar'is salih for a pious person for a person with taqwa not wealth, not just wealth in, without any qualification. Wealth without that qualification of a salih that Muslim doesn't want to touch. He is concerned al-malu salih that wealth must be halal. It must be pure. He's acquiring it in a way that is according to the command of Allah Ta'ala. Otherwise, if somebody is inv- offering him an investment, excellent investment, tell him this is a investment once in a lifetime opportunity and the returns are 1000% what is it? you invest this 1000 rand and every month you'll get 1 ton pork 1000 rand every month for 36 months of 60 months you'll keep getting 1 ton pork 
So he will regard it as the worst insult. What are you talking to me about? You want to give me pork, haram? So for a mu'min, just as that pork is haram, that 200 rand note or that 2 million rand bundle of notes, which has come in a way that is haram, is equal, as, equal to pork. For him, both are haram. Just as he won't touch this, he won't touch that also. Just as he will detest this, he will detest that also. He won't be trying to cut corners that as long as it comes in the form of notes, then it's fine. It mustn't come in the form of pork. For him, both is haram. If this is haram, that is haram. So he is above any kind of deception, any kind of deceit and cheating the customer in any way or cutting corners in terms of the laws of deen. His mu'amalat are clear and clean. The incident that we perhaps discussed already, but just for the benefit of ourselves and everybody, the Tanvi Rahmatullah was once traveling by train from Saharanpur to Kandla, two places in India. So he was now, he came to the station and he had excess luggage. So like a person traveling by flight, there's a certain baggage allowance, 20 kilos for example, so now anything above that, the person has to now pay whatever the charge is. So likewise, this was the case there. So he came to the counter where a person now must pay for that excess luggage. So the person at the counter was a Hindu. But he was familiar with the personality. He knew Azat Maulana and he was aware of his position and status. He was a well-known person. Even the Hindus were familiar with him. So he recognized him immediately and he said to him that what you've come for, he says, well, this is what I've come for. I want to have this luggage weight because this is excess luggage. So he told him, Are, what are you worried about this? This is something, who worries about this? So he says, no, I got to pay it. He says, no, don't worry. Because the guard, the guard, the person who's in charge on the train, the, like the conductor or whatever, who will now be checking everybody's got their ticket, everybody's paid for their excess luggage. I will talk to him and don't worry, he'll sort it out. So, now Hazrat asked him that that guard, where will he go to? So now, for example, the person, he needed to go from Phoenix to Peter Maritzburg. So, that Hindu said, well, this guard will go up to Durban. So he says, well, he'll jump off at Durban, then from there onwards, usse aage kya hoga? What will happen after that? So he says, after that, that other guard who will be on duty will jump on, so this guard will talk to him. Don't worry, they'll sort it out. So he says, Achha, usse aage kya hoga? What will happen ahead from there? He says, well, that guard will go all the way to Peter Maritzburg. So then he asked him, usse aage kya hoga? And then from there onwards, he says, but that's your destination. That is where you're headed to. You are going to jump off at Peter Maritzburg as our example. So he says, no, no, I got to go ahead. My journey is still ahead. He says, where are you going to? He says, I still got to go to the hereafter. I still have to go to the akhirat. And I will then have to face the questioning of the day of Qiyamah. And I will have to answer if I defrauded somebody, I cheated somebody, I lied to somebody, and caused harm to somebody. So all these things I will have to answer for on the day of Qiyamah. So I still got a way ahead to go. This guard is not going to come along with me there. And he's not going to be able to answer for me on that day. 
So this person, being a Hindu also, was totally astounded and he acknowledged that, yes, this is something I got no answer for. And very well, he then did what was necessary. But this consciousness, a mu'min is conscious that his wealth is halal. And together with that, so to make it halal, he's always con concerned about how he's earning it. Always checking whether he's doing the right things. There's no cutting corners. Because when the corners start getting cut, what we're really cutting is all the barakat is getting cut out. And then maybe the quantity might increase, but that quantity when it increases without barakat, the more it increases, the more it becomes musibat. So this is the one very important aspect, branch of deen, that a person's mu'amalat, his monetary dealings are in order. And he's ensuring that his income is absolutely halal, there is no doubt in it. The lesson that we discussed last night, which we finished off on, or morning, about the lesson of Hazrat Ali, the three points that he gave, as the crux of the entire study of history. That what became the means of the fall of great families who lost the legacy. And he gave his family members towards the end of his life the three points. One of those three points was, don't ever go near haram, even avoid any doubtful wealth. Don't even go close to doubtful wealth. So this branch of deen known as mu'amlat, this is something we have to be very conscious about. And then together with that is mu'asharat our social life, how we live with others. And at the top of the list, in this ayat Allah Ta'ala says, وَبِالْوَالِدَيْنِ إِحْسَانًا That to deal kindly with one's parents, this is part of mu'asharat, social interaction. And this is the top of the list, how one deals with one's parents. And this is unfortunately a very, very sad state of affairs of what goes on in terms of how many people deal with their parents. The month of Ramadan has come for us to bring taqwa in our lives. Taqwa includes all these things. That we rectify everything in our life. We rectify our ibadat. We rectify our mu'amalat. We rectify our mu'asharat. If there is any deficiency in all these things, we put it in order. So the aspect of the treatment of parents and caring for one's parents, this is something emphasized in the Quran Sharif so much. In several ayats of the Quran Sharif, together with the worship of Allah Ta'ala, immediately next in, is mentioned the importance of treating one's parents correctly. Allah Ta'ala has ordained that you will worship Him alone, again the same order. And you will treat your parents kindly. And then further in this ayat, Allah Ta'ala says, if any one of them reaches old age, don't even express any irritation in front of them. Don't even say uff to them. If there was a word smaller than uff to denote irritation, the Quran Shari would have used that word. Allah says, don't even express any irritation in front of them. So where does this sit with those calls of parents who say that I'm regularly sworn at? Where can this, how, how far away are we? 
that when the desperation in that parent brings that parent to call finally or make some communicate in some way that how do I handle this that my own child swears at me daily or regularly whereas Allah Ta'ala says don't even express any irritation this doesn't mean that that parent will never be at fault this doesn't mean that that parent may not be the wrongful party that is not the point and unfortunately that is also a reality that many times as parents we conduct ourselves in a way that is totally incorrect how we deal with situations how we deal with our own children unfortunately sometimes that is a reality and many times that is a reality that the word manner of dealing is totally incorrect and for us to take note as parents sometimes it is clear zulm also it is clear zulm but despite that zulm of that parent this command of Allah Ta'ala still stands that parent will have to that's between him and Allah Ta'ala he'll have to answer in front of Allah Ta'ala but that child that doesn't absolve him of how he interacts with his parent this has become his test he will have to pass his test if the parent has failed their test he'll have to pass his test otherwise he will also be in problems on the day of qiyamah so allah ta'ala says fala taqulluhuma uffu wala tanharhuma don't ever rebuke them wa qulluhuma qawlan karima speak to them in a very kind way and then waqfid lahuma janaha dhull min arrahma this is a a simile and, and to give a picture of how a person should humble himself in front of his parents the example that is been given janaha dhull the wings of mercy what is actually referred to the wings of humility when a person has hunted a bird uh, he's hunted it he's dropped it but he's not dead yet but now it's dropped so now it's lying with his wings just spread on the ground and when this person finally reaches it so all it can do is look at him with mercy with, with this look begging for mercy completely subdued completely humbled because it's down it can do nothing now it can't fly it can't run it's down so that scene the quran sharif is depicting that you humble yourself completely in front of them again what their issue is between them and allah taala but this is the command directed to every child and on top of that wa qur rabbir hamhuma kama rabbayani saghira Ya Allah have mercy on them, make dua for them. Ya Allah have mercy on them as they had mercy on me and raised me when I was a little baby. I could do nothing for myself. One person brought his mother all the way from Yemen on his back because she was paralyzed or whatever. So he carried her on his back and he came walking all the way from Yemen and he came for Hajj and then carrying her on his back he made tawaf of the Kaaba Sharif. after this he asked ibn umar radiyallahu ta'ala that have i fulfilled the right of my mother so he replied and said 
that that one pain that she experienced when giving birth to you, you haven't yet fulfilled the right of that one pain. So this is just a little, one small glimpse of what is in the Quran Sharif and on top of that what is in the Ahadith is the elaboration of the rights of parents, of how one has to deal with them. One person came to Rasulullah and he complained about his parents. And then he asked that even if they are oppressive upon me, must I still be obedient to them? Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi replies, Wa in zalama, wa in zalama, wa in zalama. Even if they are oppressive upon you, you still have to be obedient to them. Obviously within the limits of Shariat and Deen. Not out of the bounds of Shariat. So in this ayat that we were discussing, Allah Ta'ala says, that worship Allah Ta'ala and وَبِلْ وَالِدَيْنِ إِحْسَانًا Then the next thing Allah Ta'ala mentions that this was the covenant taken from the Bani Israel and he's being told to us that we are required to do the same. That وَبِذِلْ قُرْبَى That you will also be kind to the relatives. Now this is that Mu'asharat. As we said, our deen unfortunately finishes off with our salah and that too if we perform it properly. And then we will regard ourselves as completing, having completed all our obligations of deen. Or together with that we paid our zakat, alhamdulillah, very good. And indeed, these are fundamental, these are the pillars of Islam. And if we performed our hajj, then mashallah, what can we say? Hadi sahab is now hadi sahab. Now he is immune from anything. But these are pillars of Islam, but deen doesn't finish off there. So together with that is this mu'amalat and then is this mu'asharat. That together with kindness to the parents, wabidhil qurba. That with the relatives, one will deal correctly with them as well. And this is something emphasized so much in the Quran Sharif and in the Ahadith that one is amazed. The Quran Sharif is a concise book. Very concise. As big as it may seem, it's very concise. And it is containing all the principles of life. When it comes to ibadat, then the Quran Sharif has in numerous places وَأَقِيمُوا salah, Establish salah. But the details of salah, how many rakats in fajr, how many rakats in zuhr, what must you recite in the first rakat, all this is not mentioned in the Quran Sharif. All this Nabi Islam explained and it's all contained in the Hadith Sharif. So all these details, the details are all in the Hadith Sharif. The basic injunction of zakat, numerous times in the Quran Sharif. All the details in the Hadith Sharif. But in this concise book of Allah Ta'ala, you'll find on many ayats where the details of mu'asharat are given, of social life. وَفِي أَمْوَالِهِمْ حَقٌّ مَعْلُومٌ لِلسَّائِلِ وَالْمَحْرُومٌ That this is all part of social life. That in their wealth is a right of those who are indigent, who don't have the means. In another ayat Allah Ta'ala says, for the relatives as well. So this is a very important aspect. In one hadith it comes, that Allah Ta'ala's mercy does not descend upon a community in which there is qati'u rahimin, a person who has severed family ties. Allah Ta'ala's forgive, mercy doesn't descend. 
once in the time of Musa والسلام, there was a severe drought and everybody was totally concerned in a lot of difficulty and hardship and eventually this everybody went for Salatul Istisqa so when they went out Allah Ta'ala sent Wahi to Musa salam, there is one person among your people that as long as he is there the rains will never come because he is guilty of such a crime that rains will never come so Musa salam, announced to everybody that look please whoever this person may be please leave the gathering after a while nobody left yet and some short while later the rain started coming this was very strange so Musa asked Allah Ta'ala Ya Allah nobody left and the rains came already so Allah Ta'ala said that that person whoever it was already now made sincere toba. whatever he was involved in he made sincere toba. according to some versions that was the cutting of ties and according to another version he was involved in carrying tails just to create fights carrying things from here to there to cause a problem from this person to that person that person said this about you that person said that about you one person came to Wahab ibn Munabbih great muhaddith and mufassir of his time and he said to him that so and so swore you so he replied to him and asked him that did shaitan not find a messenger besides you Shaitan got only you as a messenger. You got no other job. You kept becoming the messenger of Shaitan. So this was these people's outlook. That is how way they dismissed it and forgot about it. So the rights of relatives also is very great. In one hadith, Nabi Islam says that man ahabba ayyub satalahu fi rizqih wa yun sa'alahu fi atharih fal yasil rahima. The one who wants barakat in his life and barakat in his wealth and the prescription Rasulullah is giving let him maintain family ties and what is this maintaining of family ties who the person will get all this in another hadith Nabi says that that the one who joins family ties and gets all these rewards is not the one who somebody is good with him so he's good with them that is obvious that person is a wasil when somebody cuts off ties from him he goes ahead and joins ties he is the wasil he will get this great benefit on the day of Qiyamah so this is the second thing kindness to the relatives then kindness to orphans Masakin thereafter to the poor so the orphans all these details mashallah comes to us often about what are the rights of orphans how much of virtue there is in taking care of orphans seeing to their needs Nabi Sallallahu in one hadith says Ana wa kafirul yatimi Nabi Sallallahu indicated with these two fingers and he put them together and he said I and the one who cares for an orphan will be like this on the day of Qiyamah can we imagine that closeness that is being described? On the day of Qiyamah, we will be like this. And likewise, the masakin, the poor, that those who take care of the poor, their needs, 
Allah Ta'ala has blessed us with so much. We take care of those who have lesser, who are in difficulties. They also part of this great virtue that Allah Ta'ala will bless them with barakat in dunya and akhirat. If only the ummah can save the wastage. Not even cutting down the luxuries that Allah Ta'ala has blessed somebody with. Somebody has been blessed with luxuries, mashallah, Allah Ta'ala give more barakat. If we can just cut down the wastage, and that whole wastage is collected and put together, it might take care of all the basic needs of all the poor. But when that direction is lost, that we are all heading towards Akhirat, then that wealth is squandered just to make a name. And huge sums of money will be squandered just so that, for example, a wedding can be held in such a way that people will say, what a star-studded wedding. But what will be the situation on the day of Qiyamah? Will that be the same certificate? That that deco which was all just torn and thrown away, tens of thousands of rands gone, and all the other trap, trimmings and trappings all just wasted, we will have to answer for all this on the day of Qiyamah. So if that is channeled alone, that alone is channeled towards fulfilling the needs of the poor, I think that will suffice. Thereafter Allah Ta'ala says, that part of this covenant that was taken from the Bani Israel, that speak to people in a good way, in a kind way. Now this is sometimes we practice very well. Speaking to people in a good way. MashaAllah we practice it perfectly. Where, where it is haram to practice it. Where it is haram to practice it, we'll practice it perfectly. When that customer, that lady came, then she is spoken to as if this person is the most humble human being on earth. And the most caring and affectionate. And where it is necessary for him to speak in that way, then there suddenly all he has is, Allah forbid, the worst kind of language. All he has is things that will pierce the heart. How many times there is that kind of complaint that the smallest mistake I make and I will be told a dozen nasty things. Many times when these things are discussed and how as husbands we should be conducting ourselves, so many people have this feeling that are we the only ones at fault, otherwise 100% perfect. So the point is when the women are being addressed then they will be told what they need to hear. But we can't be sitting here and talking about what they need to hear. Here we have to talk about what we need to hear. So this too is a problem that we always want to know what the other person should be doing. The other person, they must worry about what they're supposed to do. Once there was some domestic problem, so there was some advice. The advice had two portions to it. Advice to the husband, advice to the wife. So they were given, the couple were given this, that please study it. What was meant was the husband must study his section, the wife must study her section. Now the problem got worse. Now after all this advice, how can the problem get worse? Because the husband read the section that pertains to the wife. And now he's pointing out, you didn't read number five, you didn't read point number nine, 
and she read the whole section pertaining to the husband. So every time he said something, she also had the references that you refer to point number 15. So that is a complete reversal of what it should be. Each person, Allah Ta'ala is going to question him about how he fulfilled his responsibility. How he fulfilled his duty. Allah Ta'ala won't question him about how somebody else fulfilled their duty and responsibility. So this speaking in good tones, in, and this is not only in the home, obviously it starts off there, how we talk to our parents, we already discussed. The Quran says don't even express irritation to them. Then how we talk to our own families, to our own children. How do we talk to our relatives? And how do we talk to our subordinates? How many times this comes up that a person now, his non-Muslim colleague, somebody working alongside him, who's not a Muslim, and now he's complaining to his Muslim colleague, that is this what your religion teaches? That this boss of ours keeps using vulgar languages on me? Now what message of Islam are we giving in our day-to-day -day life? That has wealth become our idol? That even deen can get sacrificed for the sake of wealth? Allah Have you seen that person who made his desires his deity? That in order to get that objective, when business has become an object, when wealth has become an object, when dunya has become an object, then anything can be sacrificed for it. Salah can be sacrificed, a person's akhlaq can be sacrificed, his mu'asharat can be sacrificed, the laws of mu'amalat can be sacrificed, anything can be sacrificed, because that has become an object in itself. But that won't last. And that comes, what comes in that way, breaking the hearts of people in this manner, trampling on the rights of people, being vulgar to people, and that drains out the barakat completely from that income. And that will only create misery in a person's life. That kind of income will only create misery. So, speak to people in a good way. Speak to people kind words. When Allah Ta'ala commanded Hazrat Musa and Hazrat Harun wasalam, to go to Fir'aun, who is Fir'aun? Fir'aun was the worst disbeliever on earth. The worst disbeliever on earth who made the claim of deity. And Allah Ta'ala is sending two Anbiya alayhi salatu wasalam. Allah Ta'ala says, Qula lahu That you are going to him now to give him da'wat. Invite him towards me. But you speak to him in a soft tone. Speak to him kindly. Speak to him in a good way. Who is Musa alayhi salatu wasalam? And who is Harun alayhi salatu wasalam? Great Ambiya of Allah Ta'ala. And they are being told, you are going to speak to the worst disbeliever on earth. You speak to him in a good way. So what about the rest? One person came to Harun Rashid and he spoke to him in a very abrupt and rude way. He was correcting something. He was correcting some mistake that Harun Rashid made, but in a very abrupt and rude way. So Harun Rashid told him that, look, I'm not worse than Fir'aun and you are not better than Musa salam. I'm not worse than Fir'aun and you are not better than Musa salam. Allah Ta'ala commanded Musa salam, 
to talk in a soft tone and kind words to Fir'aun. So I appreciate your correction, but do it in the right way. So often we start off everything on a negative note. When we're correcting also, that correction will start on a negative note. A person, for example, now, his wife made a mistake. So now he needs to address it. But how he'll start off? You're totally dumb. So now when he calls her dumb, she'll become so vocal that she'll show him that she's not dumb. So now he started it off on that note. So when a person wants to address something, as Allah Mashabi Rahmat Usmani Rahmatullah says, that haq baat, haq jazbe se, haq tariqe ke saath, be asar kabhi nahi jati. To say the right thing, with the right motive and intention. That intention must be sincere. It must be for the pleasure of Allah Ta'ala, not just, just to run somebody down, not just to humiliate someone, for the right purpose. And said in the right manner. Saying the right thing is very important, that's essential. But equally important is to say it in the right way also. He says when these three conditions are fulfilled, that will never go without its effect. It will certainly have its effect. It may not immediately show the effect. But that effect is there. The next time it will build when it's done in a similar manner. And in time, it will bring its effect. It will bring the result that is desired. So Allah Ta'ala says, وَقُولُوا لِلنَّاسِ حُسْنًا And then, وَأَقِيمُوا الصَّلَاةَ وَآتُوا الزَّكَاةَ All these things we told to the Bani Israel. And Allah Ta'ala is relating it to us to give us the same command. That look, you are not unique in this. This was the same commands given to the Bani Israel also. And these are universal commands. These were things that were universal to all the ummads. وَأَقِيمُوا الصَّلَاةَ وَآتُوا الزَّكَاةَ Establish salah. And fulfill the zakat. In the Quran Sharif, everywhere the command is of وَأَقِيمُوا الصَّلَاةَ Establishing salah. Not just mere performance of salah. The person performs four salah and he feels well, I'm a good Muslim, the Quran Sharif says, no, you haven't established Salah yet. Salah is five times a day. Salah with jama'ah for males is wajib. And if the masjid is within a reasonable distance, then to perform it in the masjid is equally important. In one riwayat, Abdullah bin Mas'ud says, addresses the Sahaba or the people after him, and he says to him that لَوْ صَلَّيْتُمْ فِي بُيُوتِكُمْ وَتَرَكْتُمْ مَسَادِدَكُمْ That if you start performing your salah in your homes without any valid shari reason and you leave the masjids, you don't come to the masjid for salah with jama'ah, تَرَكْتُمْ سُنَّةَ نَبِيِّكُمْ You have left the way of your Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. وَلَوْ تَرَكْتُمْ سُنَّةَ نَبِيِّكُمْ لَضَلَّلْتُمْ And when you leave the way of your Rasul sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, you'll go astray. Is what he's linking up. So this is part of that iqamat salah part of establishing salah that it is performed five times a day, performed with jama'ah, performed in the correct manner with the etiquettes of salah, all the sunnats, mustahabbat, etc. A person is learning, performing it in the correct way. Salah, a Muslim without salah, these two things don't go hand in hand. This is our acknowledgement of our servitude to Allah Ta'ala. So every salah on time and 
in the masjid, unless there's a valid reason, that's a different thing, a person is excused. But other than that, in the masjid with jama'ah, all our five times salah. Let this Ramadan at least become the means of this salah coming in place. At least this one thing, this is a major thing, very great thing. There are all the things that have to come in place. This taqwa is every part of deen. But some things will come gradually. Some things we'll have to make an effort to bring it. But for a start, at least let us resolve here and now that as of now, the salah will never get missed. Allah Ta'ala give us tawfiq inshallah. And with jama'ah in the masjid. Unless there's a valid shari excuse for that. So together with the salah, wa aqimu salata wa atu zakah, discharging the zakat, that working it out correctly, knowing who the eligible people are, discharging it correctly, all this is the duty of the one giving the zakat. That he calculated it correctly and he got it to the correct recipients. Directly or via somebody, but that's his, his duty. To make sure it went where it's supposed to go. So these were the things that the Bani Israel were commanded. Allah Ta'ala commands us with the same. This Mubarak month of Ramadan has come that we bring all these things in our life. We become complete and true obedient servants of Allah Ta'ala and this Ramadan must make a complete revolution in our lives. After the month of Ramadan is gone, it is not that deen is gone, that the salah is gone, masjid is gone, tilawat of the Quran Sharif is gone. No, all this now will continue. Ramadan came to give us a spiritual boost, to give us that injection, to give us that energy to move on for the next 11 months until we need that boost again after 11 months. So together with the whatever ibadat we make, the sincere tawbah that we have to keep making, that this is what taqwa, this is the first step of taqwa, sincere tawbah, genuinely and sincerely deeply repenting from all our sins, and firmly resolving that we will never go back to this in the future, regretting it, and if it pertains to the rights of people, then fulfilling that as well. Allah Ta'ala give me and all of us the tawfiq. Wa akhiru da'wana alhamdulillah. Allah will recite La ilaha illallah a hundred times. In the Hadith Sharif it is reported that a person who recites La ilaha illallah a hundred times daily, Allah Ta'ala will cause his face to shine like the 14th moon on the day of Qiyamah, which is a very great virtue and reward. Somebody whose face will be shining like this, inshallah, this is the sign of a jannati. Somebody who is on the way to jannat, this will be his reward. So what this means is that with the barakat of this daily recitation, Allah Ta'ala will give the tawfiq of doing those a'mal and deeds that will become the means of his forgiveness and save him from sin, save him from haram. So this is the thing to do daily. What we are doing now jointly is part of encouragement for us just to inspire us to continue with it. But this is something to be done daily. Allah Ta'ala give us tawfiq. While reciting La ilaha, imagine that everything besides Allah Ta'ala, his love, everything has come out of our hearts all the evil, all the filth, all the dirt in our hearts, all the sins, all the love of the ego, the pride, the arrogance, the malice, the jealousy, and everything that is sinful, all this we have taken out of our hearts and thrown it out. And then, illallah, there's this nur coming into the heart, which is the love of Allah Ta'ala, which is illuminating our hearts. Recite Guru Sharif.
ഹബീബിക്കൈറിൽ ഗുണ 
اب تو رہے بس تادم آخر ورد زبائے میرے recite Allah hundred times with this in mind that just as there's a tongue in the mouth that's saying Allah there's a tongue in the heart that is also saying Allah and everything around us is saying Allah and this nur which is the love of Allah Ta'ala is filling our hearts and illuminating it brightening it Allah 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 رازِ راغِرِ خدا محرم نبود 
ഇലാഹി ബന്ധാനുസ്വാമകുൻ ഗർഭദമ്മൻമൻമകുൻ ഇലാഹി ബന്ധാനുസ്വാമകുൻ ഗർഭദമ്മൻമൻമകുൻ സമാവാദ ومل الارض ومل اما بينهما ومل اما شئت من شيء بعد جزا الله عنا نبينا محمدا صلى الله عليه وسلم بما هو اهله يا ربي صل وسلم دائما ابدا على حبيبك خير الخلق كلهم اللهم صل على سيدنا محمد كلما ذكره الذاكرون وصل على سيدنا محمد كلما غفل عن ذكره الغافلون ربنا ظلمنا انفسنا ولمنا انفسنا ولمنا انفسنا وان لم تغفر لنا وترحمنا لنكونن من الخاسرين لا اله الا الله الحليم الكريم سبحان الله رب العرش العظيم الحمد لله رب العالمين نسالك موجبات رحمتك وعزائم مغفرتك والغنيمه من كل بر والسلامه من كل اثم والغنيمه من كل بر والسلامه من كل اثم والغنيمة من كل بر والسلامة من كل إثم اللهم لا تدع لنا ذما إلا غفرته ولا هما إلا فرجته ولا حاجة هي لك رضا إلا قضيتها ويسرتها يا أرحم الراحمين يا أرحم الراحمين يا أرحم الراحمين يا أكرم الأكرمين يا راحم المساكين يا أرحم الراحمين يا حي يا قيوم برحمتك نستغيث 
يا حي يا قيوم برحمتك نستغيث يا حي يا قيوم برحمتك نستغيث أصلح لنا شأننا كله ولا تكلنا إلى أنفسنا طرفة عين فإنك إن تكلنا إلى أنفسنا تكلنا إلى ضعف وذم وعورة وخطيئة ربنا هب لنا من أزواجنا وذرياتنا قرة أعين واجعلنا للمتقين إماما ربنا فاغفر لنا ذنوبنا وكفر عنا سيئاتنا وتوفنا مع الأبرار ربنا وآتنا ما وعدتنا على رسلك ولا تخزنا يوم القيامة ولا تخزنا يوم القيامة ولا تخزنا يوم القيامة إنك لا تخلف الميعاد اللهم ثبتنا على الإيمان وأمتنا على الإيمان وحشرنا يوم القيامة مع الإيمان يا مقلب القلوب ثبت قلوبنا على دينك يا مصرف القلوب صرف قلوبنا على طاعتك اللهم حبب إلينا الإيمان وزينه في قلوبنا وكره إلينا الكفر والفسوق والعسيان وجعلنا من الراشدين اللهم أرنا الحق حقا وارزقنا اتباعه اللهم أرنا الحق حقا وارزقنا اتباعه وأرنا الباطل باطلا وارزقنا اجتنابه اللهم آت نفوسنا تقواها اللهم آت نفوسنا تقواها اللهم آت نفوسنا تقواها وزكها أنت خير من زكاها أنت وليها ومولاها اللهم اهدنا لأحسن الأخلاق لا يهدي لأحسنها إلا أنت واصرف عنا سيئها لا يصرف عنا سيئها إلا أنت اللهم إنا نسلك العفو والعافية والمعافاة الدائمة في الدين والدنيا والآخرة والفوز بالجنة والنجاة من النار والفوز بالجنة والنجاة من النار والفوز بالجنة والنجاة من النار إله العالمين يا الله أموس مرسف الله أموس كائن وغريشس الله أموس لفيق الله إله العالمين يا الله every moment your blessings are showering down upon us يا الله Ilahul Alamin, Ya Allah, you have granted us everything, Ya Allah. Ilahul Alamin, Ya Allah, these hands we're raising to you, you gave us, Ya Allah. Ilahul Alamin, these tongues we're speaking with, you granted us, Ya Allah. Ilahul Alamin, our eyes you gave us, Ya Allah. Our ears you blessed us with, Ya Allah. Our hands and feet are your blessings, Ya Allah. Our heart is your gift, Ya Allah. Ilahul Alamin, Ya Allah, but we have been so ungrateful, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, we have been using all our limbs against you, Ya Allah. We have been using it to break your commands, Ya Allah. Ilahul Alamin, everything you have, Ya Allah, for but in us we have done, Ya Allah. Ilahul Alameen, Ya Allah. How ungrateful we have been, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, today in your house, Ya Allah. On this Mubarak night, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, we are making sincere tawbah, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, we are repenting from every sin, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, forgive all our sins, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, forgive all our major and minor sins, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, forgive the sins of the day and night, Ya Allah. Forgive the sins that we did deliberately and mistakenly, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, you forgive us, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, forgive us, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, you love forgiving, Ya Allah. Allahumma innaka afoon, tuhibbu العفو فاعف عنا يا كريم اللهم انك عفو تحب العفو فاعف عنا يا كريم يا الله يو لاف فورغيفينغ يا الله يو فورغيفنس از فور سينرز يا الله وي ار ذا سينرز هو نيد ذا فورغيفنس يا الله يا الله شو داون يو مغفرت ابون اس يا الله يا الله شو داون يو مغفرت ابون اور فاميليز يا الله ابون اور ريليتيفز اند فريندز يا الله يا الله شو يو مغفرت اون ذا انتاير امه اوف رسول الله صلى الله عليه وسلم يا الله فورغيف ذا امه يا الله يا الله فورغيف ذا امه يا الله يا الله فورغيف ذا امه يا الله يا الله وات بين واز بيون ذا هارت اوف رسول الله صلى الله عليه وسلم that what kind of condition is ummati is in ya allah that in all the vice dens is ummati is ya allah in all the place of harama is ummati is ya allah 
in the haram dealings of his ummah is Allah. In the haram, ya Allah, muasharat is ummah is Allah. The worst of akhlaq is ummah is Allah. Ya Allah, what kind of pain must be on his mubarak heart, ya Allah? Ilahul alamin, ya Allah, you forgive us, ya Allah. Ya Allah, give us a tawfiq of conducting our lives in such a way that his mubarak heart is cooled, ya Allah. That we give comfort to his mubarak heart, ya Allah. Ilahul alamin, ya Allah, you bless us, ya Allah. Ya Allah, bless us with the tawfiq of staying steadfast on this tawbah, ya Allah. Ilahul alamin, ya Allah, we genuinely regret, ya Allah, what we have done, ya Allah. Allah. Allah, we sincerely regret what we have done, Ya Allah. Allah, we are ashamed of all our deeds, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, you were watching, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, we turned around to see nobody else is looking, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, we forgot you are watching, Ya Allah. Ilahul Alamin, how shamelessly we sinned in front of you, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, you created us, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, you gave us everything, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, the strength with which we sinned was from your food, Ya Allah. Ilahul Alamin, we still so shamelessly sinned in front of you, Ya Allah. Ilahul Alamin, forgive this crime of ours, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, forgive this major sin of ours, Ya Allah. Ilahul Alamin, Ya Allah, you make us your true and obedient servants, Ya Allah. Allah, save us from all the haram, Ya Allah. Allah, save us from the sins of the eyes, Ya Allah. Allah, save us from the sins of the ears, Ya Allah. Save us from the sins of the tongue, Ya Allah. Allah, save us from ever looking at haram on our phones, Ya Allah. Save us from going on the haram internet sites, Ya Allah. Ilahul Alamin, save us from the gambling dens, Ya Allah. Save us from the zina dens, Ya Allah. Allah, save us from every place of vice, Ya Allah. Ilahul Alamin, Ya Allah, save us from the zina of the eyes, Ya Allah. Allah, save us from ghibat, Ya Allah. Allah, save us from listening to music. Ya Allah. Ya Allah, save us from fantasizing, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, save us from bringing every filth in our hearts, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, this heart was the place for your love, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, this heart was the place to fill with your muhabbat, Ya Allah. Ilahul Alamin, we filled it with all the filth of the world, Ya Allah. Ilahul Alamin, purify our hearts, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, purify our hearts, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, fill our hearts with your muhabbat, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, fill our hearts with your love, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, let us love you more than anything, Ya Allah. Ilahul Alamin, Ya Allah, grant the love of Rasulullah, Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. Ya Allah, fill our hearts with these mubarak ways of life, Ya Allah. Fill our hearts with, for the love, with the love of the sunnah, Ya Allah. Ilahul Alamin, Ya Allah. Grant us the love of salah, Ya Allah. Allah, grant us the love of the tilawat of the Quran Sharif, Ya Allah. Grant us the sweetness of zikr, Ya Allah. Grant us the ecstasy of dua, Ya Allah. Ilahul Alamin, grant us the love of deen, Ya Allah. Grant us the love of the effort of deen, Ya Allah. Ilahul Alamin, Ya Allah. Use us in our families for the effort of deen, Ya Allah. Allah, till our last breath, Ya Allah, use us with the, for the effort of deen, with ikhlas and afiyat, Ya Allah. Ilahul Alamin, Ya Allah. Protect us from all the fitna and fasad, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, you save us, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, you save us, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, without your protection, we would be destroyed, Ya Allah. Ilahul Alamin, do not leave us to ourselves to the blink of an eye, Ya Allah. Ilahul Alamin, Ya Allah, you guide us and protect us, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, protect our families, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, protect our friends and relatives, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, protect the entire ummah of Rasulullah, Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. Ilahul Alamin, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, you have brought so many people back from where they were, Ya Allah. Ilahul Alamin, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, you brought a drunkard and made him Bishr Hafi, Ya Allah. Ilahul Alamin, Ya Allah, you brought a highway robber and made him Abdullah bin Mubarak, Ya Allah. Ilahul Alamin, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, the one who chewed the liver of Ya Allah, Hamza, you made a Hinda, Radiallahu Anha, Ya Allah. Ilahul Alamin, certainly, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, your Qudrat is over everything, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, sinful servants like us, you can make us your friends also, Ya Allah. Ilahul Alamin, Ya Allah, make us your friends, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, make us your friends, Ya Allah. Ilahul Alamin, Ya Allah, make us your true and sincere servants, Ya Allah. Ilahul Alamin, Ya Allah, save us from every disobedience, Ya Allah. Let us do all that pleases you, Ya Allah. Save us from everything that displeases you, Ya Allah. Ilahul Alamin, Ya Allah, let us be obedient to our parents, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, those of our parents who are living, Ya Allah, give them barakat in their lives and health, Ya Allah. Ilahul Alamin, enable us to serve them, Ya Allah. Enable us to earn 
Jannah through service to them, Ya Allah. Allah will alamin those of our parents who have passed away. Ya Allah, fill their covers with noor, Ya Allah. Give them the high stages in the akhirat, Ya Allah. Make their complete maghfirat, Ya Allah. Allah will alamin, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, all those who have passed away in our families and throughout the ummah. Ya Allah, make their complete maghfirat, Ya Allah. Fill their covers with noor, Ya Allah. Give them the high stages in the akhirat, Ya Allah. Allah will alamin, Ya Allah, at the time of our death, take us with the kalima, La ilaha illallah, Muhammadur Rasulullah. Ya Allah, take us on iman kamil, Ya Allah. Take us on tawbat and nasuh, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, take us at a time that you are pleased with us and we are pleased with you, Ya Allah. Ilahul Alameen, make our covers gardens of Jannah for us, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, grant us the shafat of Rasulullah, Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. Ya Allah, grant us the Mubarak water of Kawsar from his Mubarak hand, Ya Allah. Ilahul Alameen, let him be happy to see us on that day, Ya Allah. Let him embrace us on that day, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, save us from being among those who will be chased away, Ya Allah. Ilahul Alameen, Ya Allah, grant us Jannatul Firdaus without any reckoning, Ya Allah. Ilahul Alameen, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, enable us to perform our five times salah with Jama'ah, Ya Allah. Enable us to recite the Quran Sharif daily, Ya Allah. Enable us to make your zikr daily, Ya Allah. Enable us to turn to you alone, Ya Allah. Let us be dependent on you alone, Ya Allah. Save us from being ever dependent on anyone but you, Ya Allah. Ya Allah. Save our hands from ever stretching to anyone but before you, Ya Allah. Ya Allah. Ya Allah, in this Mubarak month, whatever ibadat was done, Ya Allah, accept it, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, it is so broken, Ya Allah. It is so full of faults, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, out of your grace and mercy, accept it, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, accept each one fast ya allah accept the tarawih salah ya allah ilahu alamin ya allah accept the tilawat with the quran sharif ya allah accept the zikr and dua ya allah accept whatever work of deen was taking place ya allah ilahu alamin ya allah allah throughout the world ya allah wherever the muslims are ya allah grant them izzat and afiyat ya allah allah grant them izzat and afiyat ya allah allah remove the suffering of the ummah ya allah allah remove the suffering of the ummah ya allah allah remove the poverty of the ummah ya allah allah remove the oppression from the ummah ya allah ilahu alamin hold back the hands of the oppressors ya allah allah give the oppressors also hidayat ya Allah. Allah if hidayat is not decreed for them Allah bring such a punishment on them that is wipes, wipes them out from the face of this earth ya Allah ilahul alamin ya Allah make them ya Allah a lesson for the entire mankind ya Allah ilahul alamin ya Allah ya Allah enable us to ya Allah fulfill all the commands of deen ya Allah ilahul alamin ya Allah you rectify our mu'amalat also ya Allah Allah rectify our mu'asharat also ya Allah grant us the akhlaq of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam ya Allah let us forever adopt the akhlaq of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam ilahul alamin ya Allah Ya Allah, all the work of deen that is taking place, accept it, Ya Allah. Allah, accept the work of the masajid, Ya Allah. Accept the work of the madaris and makatib, Ya Allah. Accept the work of the khanqas, Ya Allah. Accept the work of da'wat and tabligh, Ya Allah. Throughout the world, wherever the jamaats are making effort, accept it, Ya Allah. Ilahul alamin, Ya Allah. Make all the other organizations of deen's efforts, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, accept it, Ya Allah. And all the work of deen, Ya Allah, make it a means of hidayat, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, blow the winds of hidayat, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, blow the winds of hidayat, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, blow the winds of hidayat, Ya Allah. Ilahul alamin, Ya Allah. Bring your servants into deen, Ya Allah, in droves, Ya Allah. Ilahul Alameen, those brothers and sisters of ours, Ya Allah. Ilahul Alameen, who have lost this, Ya Allah, wealth of Iman, Ya Allah. Ilahul Alameen, bring them back, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, bring them back, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, bring them back, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, those who are with Iman, Ya Allah, keep them steadfast, Ya Allah. Keep each one of us steadfast, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, keep us with Iman till our last breath, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, take us with Iman, Ya Allah. Raise us on day of Qiyamah with Iman, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, all those who have, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, lost the way, Ya Allah. Bring them back, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, bring them back to your deen, Ya Allah. Ilahul Alameen, Ya Allah. You guide us and protect us, Ya Allah. Ilahul Alameen, Ya Allah. All those who are present, Ya Allah, you the know of the unseen, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, you know each one's cry, Ya Allah. You know what is the pain of each one's heart, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, fulfill each one's needs from the ghayb, Ya Allah. Fulfill each one's pious aspirations, Ya Allah. Remove each one's difficulties and hardships, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, remove each one's worries and anxieties and depressions, Ya Allah. Ilahul Alameen, grant the best of dunya and akhirah to each one, Ya Allah. Ilahul Alameen, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, all those who asked us to make dua for them, 
Ya Allah, you grant them the best of dunya and akhirat, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, remove all their difficulties and hardships, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, all those who are sick, give them shifaya kamila, ajila, mustamirra, dahima. Ya Allah, remove every trace of the illness, Ya Allah. Ilahul alamin, Ya Allah, give them complete afiyat, Ya Allah. Ilahul alamin, Ya Allah, those who are in financial difficulties, remove their difficulties, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, grant them halal and tayyib rizq, Ya Allah. Grant barakat in their rizq, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, grant barakat in everybody's rizq, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, grant, Ya Allah, afiyat to one and all, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, those who are in any kind of difficulties, Ya Allah, depression and worries and anxieties, Ya Allah, grant them afiyat, Ya Allah. Ilahul alamin, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, in this Mubarak month, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, whatever we have, Ya Allah, wasted time, Ya Allah, you forgive us, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, how many of these precious moments we have wasted, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, you forgive us, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, enable us to use every moment correctly from now on, Ya Allah. Ilahul alamin, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, all our asatiza and mashayikh, Ya Allah. Those who are living, Ya Allah, give barakat in their lives, Ya Allah. Ilahul alamin, keep their shadow of us for a long time, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, give barakat in their health, Ya Allah. Ilahul alamin, those who have passed away, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, fill their covers with nur, Ya Allah. Grant them the highest stages in the akhirat, Ya Allah. Allah, grant them the best rewards, Ya Allah. Ilahul alamin, Ya Allah. Allah, you grant us the best of dunya and the best of akhirat, Ya Allah. Allah, all that we have asked us, Ya Allah, out of your mercy and grace, grant it to us, Ya Allah. Allah, what we have not asked for and should have been asking, Ya Allah. Allah, without asking, give it to us, Ya Allah. اللهم إنا نسألك من خير ما سألك منه نبيك وحبيبك سيدنا محمد صلى الله عليه وسلم ونعوذ بك من شر ما استعاذك منه نبيك وحبيبك سيدنا محمد صلى الله عليه وسلم أنت المستعان وعليك البلاغ ولا حول ولا قوة إلا بالله العلي العظيم اللهم إنا نسألك من خير ما سألك منه نبيك وحبيبك سيدنا محمد صلى الله عليه وسلم ونعوذ بك من شر ما استعاذك منه نبيك وحبيبك سيدنا محمد صلى الله عليه وسلم أنت المستعان وعليك البلاغ ولا حول ولا قوة إلا بالله العلي العظيم ربنا تقبل منا إنك أنت السميع العليم وتب علينا وتب علينا وتب علينا يا مولانا إنك أنت التواب الرحيم وصلى الله تعالى على خير خلقه سيدنا محمد وآله وأصحاب أجمعين سبحان ربك رب العزة عما يصنع